My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this, the 20th day of October, a Thursday morning. Uh, several headlines on today's show. Got more news than we've had all week, as a matter of fact. Costa cancels a year of cruises for one ship. Ship change for the world cruise. A big year for Antigua. Holland America partners with Statue of Liberty Ellis Island Foundation. Some info leaked on the new icon of the sea. And the MSC Maravilla returns to Port Canaveral. That and a lot much, that and a lot much, that and much more. Wow, come on, tongue. Here at 11 o'clock this morning. Today is National Branded Fruit Day. Not my favorite. I'm not much of a brandy guy. I'll occasionally sip a brandy, but that's not my favorite. And then if you put it with fruit, then that's even, to, you know, I love fruit. I'm not real wild about brandied fruit. If I was going to do brandied fruit, I'd probably rather eat one of Amigo John's gummies. All right, there are a couple of things to announce this morning. One, uh, Elizabeth on location is in the house. She uh, is back home in Cozumel. Just in time for me to visit Cozumel. Now, I wouldn't say anything, folks, but there may be an adult beverage involved on those couple days that I'll be in Cozumel in the next couple weeks. Wouldn't say that, but it's possible. Just possible. Cruise Amigos will be this afternoon at 1 o'clock my time. That's noon. Amigo John's time up there in Minnesota, that's Central Daylight Time. And it'll be, uh, what's that, uh, 1 o'clock, so 6 p.m. Uh, British Summertime. And uh, Pete, Pete Hall, is going to be joining us today as a, a guest host on the show that he started. He's going to come back and sit in with Amigo John and me today, as uh, Amigo Martin won't be with us again this week. Amigo Martin does promise he will be back next week. He's still taking care of some personal items. 
If you're listening by the podcast, we always you're welcome here. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, uh, Pandora, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, any of them. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. And anytime that you are on the podcast, if you want to hop over to the video feed, there's a link in the description. So you can jump to the video feed if you'd like to check out any pictures or clips that might be playing that day of some of my travels or some of the Chili Cruises family travels. Speaking of that, Cindy Davis Weatherall, she, you know, she's from Dallas. Actually, she's from Plano, Texas. Uh, spent a day in Bar Harbor and then a day in Portland, and she reports this. Just a f- uh, FYI for all you lobster lovers, uh, that would be me. If you are ordering lobster at any restaurant, it probably came from Maine. The price of live lobster is $7 a pound. The market price for cooked lobster is $35 a pound. Maine exports 90% of their lobster. Ah, that's some interesting facts. The Florida lobster, I think, is different from the Maine lobster. But you only get that in Florida. All right. Um, we do have a, a couple things from... Um, Jason, Pittsburgh Jason, in uh, Port uh, Port Afino, Italy. Now, what happened, you see, uh, he got tired of being on the boat, and he jumped off the stern and swam ashore so he could look back and take a picture of the boat in the harbor. Yeah, no, he didn't do that. But anyway, that's the uh, celebrity uh, constellation there at Portofino. Uh, again, folks, this was a cemetery, which uh, is different than anything we have in this country. But I can see why, as it's you know four or five levels high. And uh, if you look at at Jason's uh, Facebook page, he has a video clip that he did a three hundred sixty degree thing around this this. Uh, cemetery and it's it's humongous in a very small space so you know they're taking advantage of of a small space to take care of their uh, loved ones over there in italy uh, and that's of course jen sitting underneath uh, one of the statues of uh, the virgin mary of course italy's very uh, catholic oriented and uh, cobbled stone uh, roadways. But anyway, that's Portofino, Italy. And again, folks, I've said it a bunch of times. If you're not following Jason Garland on Facebook, you need to. Because the clips, especially with Jennifer giving uh, history lessons to Jason, are fabulous. Just absolutely fabulous. So, highly recommend that. All right, we'll be back with um, some news, quite a bit of news today, actually, after a quick word from one of our network sponsors.
My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, today's show starts off with Costa. Costa Cruz is... In a letter sent to book guests, Costa Cruises has announced the cancellation of a year's worth of sailings on the Costa Fortuna when the ship was slated to be homeported from Istanbul, Turkey. Now sailings from April 2023 to April 2024 have been canceled. The canceled sailings had originally been planned for the Costa Venezia before that ship was designated as part of the Costa by Carnival program with plans to move under the operation of Carnival Cruises in uh, 2024. The impacted sailings were Mediterranean itineraries all round trip from Istanbul. The cruises ranged from 7 to 14 days with various ports of call in Turkey and Greece giving guests the opportunity to thoroughly explore the Eastern Mediterranean and the Aegean Sea, a region rich in history, art, and culture. Costa Fortuna is one of the smallest ships in the Costa Cruises fleet, with 2,700 guests at double occupancy, a max of 3,470 passengers when fully booked. She's also the oldest Costa Cruises ship, having entered service with the line in 2003. At this point, guys, we can only speculate as to the whys of this move. Now, possibly there wasn't enough interest in sailing the Eastern Mediterranean or using Istanbul as a departure port, and the bookings were just extremely low numbers. Again, Carnival has not said this, or Costa has not said this. This is speculation. It's also possible that regulations and restrictions on marine traffic cruise operators or tourist visits might be making coordinate make might be making coordinating cruises too complicated and therefore less desirable. Port taxes and fees might also play a role in this type of decision. You know, those are usually passed on to the uh, consumer, us, that are sailing on those cruise ships. However, if they are way out of line, that would keep people from booking it if they're paying way too much for a given cruise. 
Costa is still operating operating Eastern Mediterranean sailings during the summer and early fall of 2023 above the uh, Costa Deliciosa from Venice and Costa Pacifica from Barry with fewer sailings are, are available in the region later in the year and none at all in plan in 2024 at this point. Maybe Fortuna will be redeployed to a different region that's more profitable. And another possibility is the ship may be transferred to Costa by Carnival program in 2023 or 2024. I mean, there's been, what's three now that have been into that uh, direction. Costa, Costa Fortuna might also be transferred completely to Carnival Cruise Line as it was done with Costa Luminosa, which is now the Carnival Luminosa. Or the older ship could be completely scrapped. She's not as old as most ships that Carnival has scrapped. Carnival as a company has scrapped. But it's getting close. For now, Costa Fortuna is planned to spend the winter season sailing South America. Beyond that, we just don't know. I'm sure... There will be further announcements on this one coming ahead because that's a, a year knocked off of a, a cruise ship's plans. That's a tough one. All right. Talking about another uh, group on the other side of the pond, Aida Soul was slated to depart for a 117-night round-trip world cruise sailing from Hamburg on the 26th of October. A last-minute decision, however, now means that the vessel for this monumental cruise will be Aida Mar instead. Now, remember, folks, you know, these people on this book, this world cruise, man, they're spending... You know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars for world cruises, and at the last minute they're changing ships. Hmm. The reasoning behind the swap is due to a slight technical problem with Aida Soul that requires a specific part for repair. The exact repair work needed has not been explained, but it does not prevent the ship from sailing, and no safety or guest systems are. Impacted. It's simply more convenient for the cruise line to keep Aida Soul close to shipping ports so that when possible, the work can be completed right away. Aida Soul and Aida Mar will now swap itineraries with Aida Mar taking over the world cruise and Aida Soul doing Aida Mar's planned Canary Island itineraries for the next few months. Now, they. My first inkling on this was to be upset if I was one of the passengers. Then, when I did a little further research on it, these are identical ships. Only this one, the Aida Mar, is a year newer. Other than that, they're exactly the same. The exact number of passengers. The exact. Uh, uh, 
passenger space ratios. Everything's identical. I mean, they're truly sister ships. So I suppose that's not going to upset anybody too greatly. And apparently the repair job can be done close to home, but can't be done on the fly, wherever the ship might be, is my guess. But anyway, that was just kind of a strange one, I thought. For the upcoming winter Caribbean cruise season, Antigua expects a record number of cruise ships and visitors to the island. This year, Antigua Cruise Port will also be home port for two ships, the Star Clipper and P&O Cruises Arvia. It will be the first season an XL-class cruise ship, the LNG-powered, uh, owned by Carnival Corporation ship, will home port in the Caribbean outside Florida. Over the entire season, which runs from April 2023, or runs through April 2023, 354 cruise ship calls will be made, bringing 616,000 guests to Antigua. With its easy-going vibe, a wealth of different restaurants and bars, a casino nearby the port, and some of the most beautiful beaches in the Caribbean, Antigua has always been a top-rated destination for cruise ships. Antigua's one of it's a nice island, you know. I haven't been there as many as I've been to other islands, but I liked it. And maybe the only reason I don't rate it higher in the ones that I like is I haven't been there enough times to uh, appreciate the full benefit of Antigua. I did go ashore. I have eaten in one of the restaurants and had a couple cocktails, if memory serves me correctly. Eh, maybe I can get back to Antigua this year. That'd be a good... That would be probably a more likely goal than my goal of 60,000 subscribers by tomorrow. Quite frankly, I doubt that I'm going to hit the 60,000 mark. Oh, well. A little bit of news from Holland America as they're making their 150th anniversary cruise with its festivities. Holland America will partner with a 501c3 nonprofit organization that collaborates with the National Park Service and one of America's most successful public-private partnerships, the Statue of Liberty Ellis Island Foundation. The partnership will kick off on October 26 as the line recreates the brand's first ever cruise in celebration of 150 years of service from Rotterdam to New York City. The celebra celebratory partnership will offer video content across the line's fleet produced by an Ellis Island researcher alongside an exhibit launch in 2023 at Ellis Island displaying the brand's historic prominence that brought one in 10 immigrants from Europe to the United States. You know, I've done about a dozen stories about uh, this cruise. Uh, it's the first time I've seen that statistic. 
Holland America brought 10% of all the immigrants from Europe. That's amazing. Little information was leaked a day or so early on Royal Caribbean's newest ship, the Icon of the Sea. It's going to feature the largest water park at sea, including seven different pools, nine whirlpools, and six water slides, including the first raft slides at sea. It's also going to have a central park that runs three-fourths of the entire length of the ship. Phew. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, well, that's on the bucket list. I'm, no, I can't afford going on that anytime soon. But one day. All right, the Maravilia back in Port Canaveral after being over there in Europe for a while. So welcome back to uh, the Maravilia. Of course, I was on Maravilia, as a matter of fact, with Elizabeth on location. Who knows, folks? Maybe someday soon. Not that I'm saying anything. Not that I'm saying anything. Someday soon. That travel guy might visit his favorite bartender at sea. That would be nice. That's going to wrap up the news portion of the show. Let's go see who's fussing at me today over here in the chat room. Again, folks, uh, please uh, remember the uh, Cruz Amigos this afternoon at noon Central Time, 1 my time, and uh, 6 London time. As uh, Amigo John and I welcome back Amigo Pete. He's not Amigo Pete anymore, but guest Amigo host Pete today. Looking forward to that. Of course, Pete was on my show, this show a couple of days ago. And so it's probably going to be a continuation because there's a little, little different audience, but we'll have, we'll, we'll pick Pete's brain some more about uh, what he's doing now. And then who, who knows what else pops up. So, all right, let's go back up here. Elizabeth's in the house. She says, good morning to everybody. I'm finally home. Yeah, welcome home, Elizabeth. I'll see you shortly. Not too awful long. Yo, yo, Brooklyn in the house. Hey, Eddie. Cindy's with us. Hi, Cindy. Cindy was wondering how Elizabeth was doing. Cindy, uh, maybe we can arrange for you to, to meet Elizabeth, too, when we're in Cozumel. On the paradise. Might be in the offing. I don't know if you've got anything planned for that day or not. I could go ashore and go to one of the bars and meet Elizabeth like we've done before for a little lunch and adult beverage or two or three. <laughs> as long as I can get the scooter back to the boat, I don't care. Hot Air Tom is with us. Hi, Hot Air Tom. Katie's here. She's got the morning off. Oh, morning all on her lunch break. I I misread that. Hot Air's Tom says that cemetery looked like 
the one James Bond was bombed. Yeah, it does, sort of. Um, I mean, I, you know, I can, over in Europe, they just don't have room for cemeteries. I mean, not like the ones we have in this country that are rumbling, rambling acreage of land and, you know. I can appreciate the way they do it over there. I really can. Eddie says hello to everybody. Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Hi, Sonny. Regarding what you said about Aida swapping itineraries will be most impactful on the crew. How dreadful. Yeah, I know. That's that, that I thought of also. Um, yeah, especially on a crew that was geared up and ready to do a world cruise, and now they're going to be doing Canary Islands. Yeah, that would suck. Of course, everybody's speaking back and forth. Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. I suppose you heard that, Mike, that uh, Pete is going to be with us on the Cruise Amigos today. Martin will be back next week. We'll see. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki heading to the vinyl record store to give them the music of my youth. I have about three feet of item albums in the car time to pass it on wow i haven't seen any of the music from my youth uh, records probably since i left home to go to college i have no idea whatever happened to all that junk also had a big baseball card collection, too. No idea what happened. I'm sure my mother threw them out thinking there was nothing there. Oh, well. Blaine's with us. Good morning from Ra Romana in the Dominican Republic. I've not been to La Romana, Blaine. I've been to Puerto Plata and I've been to Amber Cove. I like both of them, but I've never made it to La Romana. So I did enjoy uh, your visits to the ABCs. That, of course, is always, you know, you can't go wrong with those three islands. I've become quite a fan of the Dominican Republic, my visits there. And I've not done any massive excursions there because, uh, like many of the islands, they're terrible on accessible travel, transportation. You know, buses and that'll accommodate a chair or a scooter. Um, but I I enjoy getting off at the port and going in the port areas because they're nice and they're clean and the people are terribly friendly I've enjoyed the food I've eaten there I've enjoyed the adult beverages I've had there uh, I love it, it like at Amber Cove the Canada Lounge 
as as good a bar as I've ever been to. And I had more fun in there with their crew after they realized that I was, you know, not the typical American tourist and like to have a good time and laugh and cut up and stuff. And man, we had a great time. I stayed there all afternoon. I, you know, I got back to the ship about maybe 20 minutes before the, the, you know, time to be there. But I spent all afternoon there. It was it was it was great. One of these days, I wanted to to go back to Amber Cove and and get in that pool. And at the time, I wasn't really looking at it from the eyes of an accessible traveler, uh, and I'm not sure how accessible that pool is. But that's one of the nicest pools with a swim up bar I've seen anywhere. That's that's just great. So anyway, enjoy La Romana, uh, Blaine. I'll be looking forward to hearing what you think about it. Nikki, do you sell or donate the albums? I have some I could get rid of. Cindy says, yes, let's get together with Elizabeth and Cozumel. I didn't make any plans for there. Awesome. Okay, we'll do that. We we at uh, the last time she and I did that we we ate at the Poncho's I don't know Poncho something I think was the name of it. It was quite good, and uh, the the pier that we landed at I had to go down to the pier that's actually to the north, which was about you know, a three, four block ride on my scooter. And the it was accessible. I mean, the curbs had ramps. Some of it was kind of broken up sidewalks. It wasn't the smoothest ride in the world, but I could get there comfortably and back to the ship. So, of course, Elizabeth could uh, change places or tell us to go someplace else, but we'll just have to do that. Elizabeth says, when will everyone be in Cozumel? She already has, she has our dates, uh, Cindy, by the way. February the 3rd, Eddie will be there at the beginning of February. Yes, the 3rd. Nice. I won't be here that long, but should be here until mid-December. Now, she'll be assigned to another ship here in the fairly short term. Amber Cove is tomorrow. We've been told just to hang around the port in La Romana. Not sure how safe it is. Okay, that's good to know. Um, I mean, they they have excursions out of um, Amber Cove. But I just, it's a nice, clean uh, shopping area that, that Carnival has built. And like I say, you know, stop into uh, the Cannel Lounge as you go into the, you know, off the, the pier and go through the, the uh, I guess you'd call it the customs area. You bear off to the right a little bit in the Cannon Lounge. You can't miss it. They got a lovely pool. If you want to go swimming and stuff, there's also a beach there. There's a zip line. There's all kinds of things you can do in Amber Cove. 
I like to sit at the bar and have a pina coladas. I did a lot of that. We are headed towards the gangway. Take care, all. All right. Have a great day, Blaine. We'll talk soon. Nikki, I have about two feet of classical albums. We'll see if the guy at the store wants to give me uh, money for them. If not, just take them. Yeah, get them off your hands. I, we've done that with, as we're slowly getting, you know, the house unloaded, we're doing much of that. There it is. Poncho's Backyard. That's it, is the restaurant. And it is to the south of the pier you were on. To the south. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's backwards in my brain. Yeah, that's to the south of Fort where I was. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, make sure we're at the right pier to do that. Um, we'll be on the Carnival Paradise. Have I been there when a Carnival ship was there? I'm sure I have, but I don't remember which pier they use. Because every time I've been there has been on a Royal Caribbean ship or an MSC ship. And they both use the same pier. So we'll have to check on that one. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Cindy will get to meet Lisbeth. That'll be cool. Then I'll have... Uh, I have couple ladies there to have have lunch of course cindy's gonna have the hubster with her and but you've got some friends on this one too or so i think i don't know anyway we'll do something all right guys that's gonna wrap me up for today again don't forget cruise amigos at one o'clock my time uh please uh feel free to come back i will as soon as i get off the air uh get the links out on the cruise amigos uh, for everybody to check in, which I forgot to do last week. But anyway, uh, we'll do that so everybody can catch the link. Uh, so that's going to wrap me up today, folks. If you're new to the channel, we appreciate the thumbs up always. If you have not subscribed, please consider doing so. It doesn't cost anything. It helps me out a bunch. And, of course, my goal is 60,000 subscribers by tomorrow. Yeah. That's going to wrap it up for today. As always, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising. And one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. This is the old fat travel guy. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, 
I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.